Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast with Evan Dunn-Baritone. This is episode 56. I had a completely different episode prepared for today. It is an amazing episode and one that I've been looking forward to sharing with you for a while now. But instead, just because of some life circumstances, um, I wanted to show more of what it really means to live in in the 50-50 and what that has looked like for my family this week. I feel that I always present my reality to you on this podcast. I don't sugarcoat how perfect my life is or pretend like I'm a martyr. And in that spirit, I want to talk about some really devastating news that happened to my family this week and also some really amazing absolutely stunning things that happened all mixed in together in one week. And the reason that I share these things is partially for me. I I feel like talking about it and writing about it can be helpful for me, but I also hope that it is helpful for you. I know that when we talk about thought work, it can sound really nice. But then we start thinking, how does this actually apply? How do I do this in real life? In fact, I was just talking to my sister earlier today about some of the things that have happened in our family, and she mentioned the same thing. Like, it's so nice that you coach people to take responsibility for their emotional lives, but is it really as possible as you make it sound? And I hope that as I share my actual experiences that you can see what it looks like And hopefully that you can get some ideas of how to apply it in your own life. So first of all, I'm going to start on with some of the beautiful things that happened this week and share some thoughts about the birth of my child. He, um, as I was writing and planning this episode, he was actually sitting in the crib right next to me. And he surprised me when I looked over at him and he was awake and his eyes were open and he was just kind of peacefully looking around the room. It was such a beautiful moment. Um, So here's the first part of the story. I have three children. I had my other two children before I started working on my thoughts and my mind. Um, And I had amazing experiences with them. But in a way, I I kind of limited my joy, especially uh, surrounding the, the circumstances of their birth. Sometimes It's like when you ruin a vacation by worrying about how the vacation will come to an end soon. (laughs) I worried about the challenges of parenting and I forgot just to celebrate the beauties of just having a child. Or um, another example, I would think this is just too good to be happening to me. I'm sure something horrible is going to happen. And this happens to parents all the time. If you haven't had kids, you know you'll be driving down the road and think, oh, I just love my family so much. What if this car swerved off of the road right now and we all died. You know, it's just like our brains kind of play that trick on us and we can start to actually, you know, dwell on it and believe it. So, and stuff like that happened to me. And the interesting thing was when parenting did get challenging, which inevitably it does, even though I had kind of like quote unquote prepared myself by worrying about it from the very moment of their birth, I wasn't really ready for it because I was afraid of the challenge. And so I'd kind of put up my arms, you know, 
metaphorically, and try to block the challenges of having a child from happening to me. So worrying about it is not really preparing for it. You know, in a way, it's the opposite. So instead of realistically preparing myself for how life would be with an instant, like I thought I was doing, I thought I was living in reality. I was actually creating fear in myself for when parenting got hard, and then I was trying to avoid the fact that it actually would be hard. This time around, I had a different mindset. I've mentioned it in the past when talking about our baby and how I was preparing my thoughts for that, but I just wanted to reiterate in this episode. So those first moments when I was looking at him while he snuggled with Hannah, I had this amazing and overwhelming feeling of excitement and love for my baby. And the reason I felt that instead of the worry that um, sometimes I'd had for my other babies was because I had a new and different thought. And the new thought was, I am here on this journey with you. I'm not afraid of experiencing all the feelings that we're going to experience together. We're going to laugh together, cry together, and all the feelings associated with those. And we're going to share all the ups and downs. And I'm just not afraid. I'm willing to do it with you. And it created such a different experience for me than the one I had with my previous kids. Also, I wanted to mention one thing that Hannah noticed about her thought work going into the last week of her pregnancy, which is kind of fun. She wasn't feeling well. She she ended up delivering the baby a week past her due date. And, you know, that's just, (laughs) you know, it's kind of challenging. She was struggling emotionally, too. And like her body just doesn't feel well. And then on the day before um, baby Anders came out, she had a doctor's appointment and he told her, wow, you're really progressing and you should expect this baby really soon. And all of a sudden she had this new thought and the new thought changed everything. And she gained tons of energy, had an amazing day and got so much done. And it might be tempting to say, Oh, well, her circumstance changed. The doctor told her this good news, and that made her feel better. It wasn't actually her new thought. But the truth is that her body on that day was even more pregnant than on the day before. The baby was further down, and all of that should have meant that she felt worse, not better. And her new thought was so simple, though. Her new thought was, this baby is actually coming. Before that, she'd started to think, oh my gosh, this baby's never going to come. I'm never going to feel well again. And that made her struggle. So even though her circumstances were technically worse off throughout the week, she all of a sudden felt great. And her actions reflected that. And she was running around all day, getting things done and smiling and laughing. It was kind of an awesome thing to see. So, um, There were a few examples of thought work from us this week. Um, It was a totally beautiful, it was amazing, powerful, and of course, still challenging. Like we still have to wake up several times a night and it's just a crazy experience to never get enough sleep and, you know, Hannah feeding the baby and all of the things that come with having a baby. (laughs) But it all comes wrapped in a package together. That's how life is. Just like I knew it would be and just like I was preparing for in my mind instead of resisting it. Now, 
Uh, here's the other part of our 50-50 that I want to share with you today. I received some horrible news this morning that my cousin um, had died yesterday, and apparently he took his own life. He was struggling with mental health for a while, and his family had tried to get him the help that he needed. But my heart is absolutely broken for them, for him, for the pain that he was experiencing, and them for the pain that they're experiencing now for the loss. You know, I grew up with his siblings, basically like they were my own siblings. We were so close, and I just cannot even imagine what they're going through. And, you know, I'm not going to dwell too much on this in this episode, um, but I just wanted to share this because I want people to know what it looks like to have an absolutely beautiful and inspiring week and that it's also mixed in with some of the most horrific news that you can hear. I guess I'm just struck by the fact that this is how life works. I have already seen his family reaching out and creating connections with others and other people reaching out to them. And this does not minimize the pain by any means, but just like how there are hard things that come up with having a beautiful new baby, there are some beautiful things that come out of the darkness of losing a loved one. And this doesn't all, you know, usually happen in a week, but it all happens in life, you know, and I think it's helpful to remember this. And of course, trying to take some time to live with the feelings, determining the thoughts that are causing them, making sure you aren't telling yourself any lies or unhelpful stories, and then figuring out the best way to keep living, growing, and loving. You know, my other cousin, the brother of my cousin who passed away, mentioned today how important it is to share love as often as you can because you never know when someone's going to go. I hope that you are finding ways to love today. Share some love with the people around you that you care about. Share some love with yourself. And I hope that you're finding some joy and beauty in your circumstances and also welcoming in all the feelings, no matter what they are. Thank you for letting me talk about a personal topic today. We're going to take a little extra time to be with loved ones and mourn today and in the days that come. But I thought that maybe talking about this might be helpful for me, so thanks for indulging me. You are powerful, beautiful, and amazing. And one other thought that I had for you all when our baby was born was something that I want you to ponder about yourself. People comment from the moment a child is born how much they love them and how perfect they are. They say, he's perfect and I love him. (laughs) And if our child is perfect, then you are every bit as perfect as that child and the child that you were. You were perfect when you were born and you're perfect now. And 
if you were loved when you were born, you are still loved now. I hope you believe that. And if not, I hope you can set some goals to learn to believe that soon. I, I really hope that for you. I hope that you have an amazing day. See you next week.